Hey, this is The Poet, and you're tuned into Word Inspiration with Damien Scarlett, renewing your mind and increasing your spiritual health. Renewing your mind and increasing your spiritual health. The sound here of the group is sounding praise, giving us this one called Why Fight. Let me take this opportunity to say good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all our listeners. Whatever battles you're faced with today, I want you to know that God is able and he has already won them all. This is your host, Damon, and you're locked into the Word Inspiration Podcast. And as per usual, we will have the local and international roundup, the word of the day, and the prayer for the nation focus, as well as the COVID-19 reminders. Again, you're inside Word Inspiration, renewing your mind and increasing your spiritual health. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. Word inspiration, yes, this is the station to tune into God's inspiration with Damien Scarlett. Good morning, good morning, yeah. Word inspiration, yes, this is the station to tune into God's inspiration with Damien Scarlett. Yo. <laughs> Yo, this is Alex Young, just blessing up Damon's Scarlet and a word inspiration. Yo, tune in and have it luck each and every morning. Good morning, what a go on. Yo, Alex Young said Peace. Welcome back to our show. We're so glad you have joined us today. As we prepare for the Word of the Day feature, we will be sharing from Ephesians chapter 3 an excerpt from Reverend Anthony White's sermon entitled Paul's Prayer for the Ephesians. Reverend White is the host pastor of Rehoboth Gospel Assembly and president of his denomination. Just before Reverend shares with us, here is a short moment of worship from resounding praise. What a beautiful name it is. You are the word of the beginning one with God the Lord most high your hidden glory in creation now revealed in you are Christ what a beautiful name it is what a beautiful name Hidden glow. 
quite a powerful moment of worship there from resounding praise, giving us that one, what a beautiful name it is. Today we're talking about the strength that we receive through prayer as we encourage each other to find hope and confidence in the Lord. We're looking at Ephesians chapter 3 and I'm reading a few verses from verses 14 to 21. This scripture says that for this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. Verse 17 says, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power and together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know that his love surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Verse 20 says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church, and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. We now hear from Reverend White. Things that is interesting about the Christians at Ephesus is how the Apostle Paul introduces the posture or the position he, he holds himself in, in praying for the Christians at Ephesus. And in that, the Apostle Paul says to them, for this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter three, verse 14. In other words then, he wants the church at Ephesus, the Christians, to know that he is almost in a sense breaking from the traditional posture, which is actually, um, it is believed and historically said so, that the ways in which that the Christians used to pray, and particularly the, the early church Christians, and even before the early church Christians, the Israelites how they used to pray, and the Jews how they used to pray, is that they used to pray standing. And, 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 and so therefore then, Paul saying to the Christians at Ephesus, I bow my knees, is a very interesting posture, considering that the Jews normally therefore then pray standing up in the, in the synagogue. But despite the fact that they used to pray standing up, there were also indications interspersed throughout scriptures that shows that at there, there are one and few moments or occasions where they would break away from the tradition. Like for instance, in the Old Testament, although the custom was to pray standing, prayers of supplication were often offered on the knees. Solomon bowed before the Lord in the dedication of the temple, in which he prayed for God's blessing on Israel in 2 Chronicles chapter 6. And so, you see how far we come to our cities, um, prayer on the knees, 2 Chronicles. Daniel's custom was to pray three times a day on his knees in Daniel chapter 6 and verse 11 we see him saying that he was praying and making supplication before his God David himself a king and, and in most often than not was accustomed to persons born before him Psalm 95 and verse 6 says that we are to worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. And in the New Testament, many kneel before Jesus with requests for healing our favors. We see, like for instance, the leper when they came in Mark 1 and verse 40, that they knelt before Jesus. 
the mother of the sons of Zebedee in Matthew chapter 20 and verse 20. And the man with the demon-possessed son when he was seeking deliverance for his son in Matthew chapter 17 and verse 14. He also bowed um, in supplication before Jesus as they asked for their varied requests be made to unto him. And we also see that even Jesus himself took a posture of kneeling as he asked the Father to take away the cup of sorrow he was about to drink in Luke chapter 22 and verse 41. In Acts, we see examples of the apostles and others who knelt in prayer, like Stephen, in Acts 7 and verse 59, Peter in Acts 9 and verse 40, and the Apostle Paul in Acts 20 and verse 26. So the Apostle Paul led in prayer to God about, firstly, the strengthening of the believers at Ephesus. And if you remember, we did say that Paul writing to the church at Ephesus was not writing about any particular problem that the church was having, but rather he was primarily writing to encourage the believers as well as to solidify their faith in some theological matters. Nevertheless, the Apostle Paul felt that part of the process of encouraging the believers was to let them know that he was praying for their strength. And that's why he says to them, I pray that out of his glorious riches that he may strengthen you with power through spirit in your inner being. My brothers and sisters, may I say to you that if there is anything that will be of vital importance to any Christian, and by extension, the church at large or the church universal, it is the strengthening of the believers, and that is it. Strength for the days and the task ahead. And let me tell you what I mean by that. In our churches today, when we talk about strength for the days, is that in our churches today, there are many persons who are enduring a hardship and suffering at various levels. And, and so it's very important for us to understand that, that we must therefore then recognize that there are persons enduring hardship and suffering at various levels. And at no time should we as a church operate as if we don't realize that all is not well with everyone. Sometimes as a church, we operate as if I am okay, so therefore then everyone is okay. But the truth of the matter is that not everyone is in the church is okay. And as such, we must remember to pray for those persons who are going through their sufferings and their hardships. Pray for them so that, so that the struggles of life will not wear them down will not drag them down, will not weigh them down, and at the end of the day, cause them to lose hope. Because certainly, for a lot of persons, feeling as if they're going through their difficulties and going through their struggles and going through their hardship, and there's no one to stand alongside them, and there's no one to help shoulder the weight of life challenges, and there's no one to demonstrate or to say a word of empathy or to demonstrate love and empathy by hugging them and, 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 and saying a word of encouragement to them. That, 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 that in some of these instances, that out of their struggles and out of their challenges, they become weighed down, bogged down, and in some instances, they lose hope. We are to pray for such persons in our churches so that they will have the strength to stand, the strength to stand and not be weighed down, the strength to stand and not lose hope. And that's why the scripture says to us in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 2, when the apostle Paul says, carry each other burdens. And in this, 
way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Carry each other burden. We're not talking about, we're talking about just simply praying for the person, knowing very well that prayer changes things. So not only are persons, not only are persons who are suffering and hard pressed by life should we pray for to receive strength, but we are also encouraged to pray for those who are spiritually weak amongst us. So in one instance, we're praying for those who are physically weak amongst us, weak because of life challenges and life struggles and life issues. But we're also to pray for those who are spiritually weak amongst us. We'll pause there in this morning's reflection because it's time for the Prayer for the Nation focus. Today's prayer has been done by St. Jean Elliot, and as we come to the throne of grace, may we see God as the victor, the one who can help us out of the challenges of life. Again, let's go to the throne of grace. God, we recognize that we cannot make it without you. Without your guidance, without your love. We tried it on our own and we've ended up broken. We need you to heal. Eternal Father, you rest from where you are. Bless us, guide us, give all power in your mighty hands. Keep us free. Eternal God and Heavenly Fathers, we come before you today in the righteous and mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Father, we come today, O God, because your people are burdened with many trials and tribulations, mighty God. Father, many are at their wit's end. Father, many are depressed, O God. Many are discouraged and many are hopeless, O God. But Father, your word declares in Psalm 107, verse 6, Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble and he delivered them out of their distresses fathers i cry unto you on behalf of your people today give us mighty god the deliverance mighty god from every trials and tribulations mighty god every problem and every burden that we face today oh god father your word says in psalm 55 and verse 22 cast thy burden upon the lord and he shall sustain thee he shall never suffer the righteous to be moved oh god and so fathers we come before you we cast all our burdens upon you, O God. Father, whether it be COVID-19, mighty God. Father, whether it be any health scare in our families, mighty God. Any financial crisis in our lives, mighty God. Father, whether it be mighty God. Father, anything in the atmosphere, in the environment, O God, that is causing us, mighty God, to be downtrodden, mighty God. Father, we pray, O God, that whatever situations and trials we face today, O God, that Father, we will cast them upon you, O God. Father, give 
give us your deliverance in the name of Jesus. Father, you never promised us, mighty God, that our journeys would be without burdens or trials or mighty God without trouble. But you promised us that you'll never leave us nor forsake us, mighty God, even in the midst of our burdens, mighty God. Father, you instructed us in Joshua 1 verse 9 to be strong and of good courage. And Father, that we should not be afraid, mighty God. Father, that we should not be dismayed for the Lord our God is with us wherever we go mighty God and so father we know mighty God that you are with us even in the midst of every trial even in the midst of every burden you are with us mighty God father your word says that many are the afflictions of the righteous but the Lord deliver him out of them all deliver us today mighty God give us your peace that passeth all understanding in Jesus' name we pray Amen. Your voice tell us what you have to say. Cause how we find our way. Cause all we know and all we have is not enough. Here I pray. Welcome people, this is Amoy from the Vibing with Amoy YouTube channel and you're locked into the Word Inspiration Podcast with your host Damian, renewing your mind and increasing your spiritual health. Renewing your mind and increasing your spiritual health. Welcome back, welcome back to our show. And as our friend Amoy just said, Wagwan people. And as we are entering into this segment of our show, it is the local and international roundup. It was an interesting time in our nation and our world last week. So let's take a trip inside this segment. Starting off with Jamaica. The delegates of the People's National Party on Saturday, November the 7th, elected their new party president. And so it was a long time coming following the defeat at the national polls. The Honorable Dr. Peter Phillips indicated that he would step down as president of the People's National Party. And as such, the party came together and they arranged their internal elections for a new leader. Comrade Mark Golden emerged the victor after pulling 1,740 votes to Lisa Hanna's 1,444 votes. Well, according to the Jamaica Gleaner, Comrade Mark Golding said, It is with deep sense of humility and gratitude that I stand here this evening, having been duly elected the sixth president of our great movement, the People's National Party. Comrade Golding said that the delegates have made their mark for a leader who has a proven track record of delivering results and a leader who is not div divisive but one who is inclusive. Making an appeal to his opponent, 
Carmen Golding further added that, I am willing to sit down with you, Lisa Hanna, and your team and to share our vision for the People's National Party. And so again, congratulations to Comrade Mark Golding and well done to Lisa Hanna. And we pray that the party will be united as they continue to work together for the betterment of the people. And perhaps let's see if they will become the government in the near future. Again, all the best to Comrade Mark Golding. Again, in Jamaica, according to the Met Service or the Met Office of Jamaica, there is a trough induced by Tropical Storm Eta. According to the Met Office, that this trough is expected to cause continued instability across Jamaica over the next few days. And as one of my producers will always say, rain, rain, and more rain. That's what it means. We will also experience um, some cloudy with intermittent rainfall and isolated thunderstorms mainly across the southern and northeastern parishes. Tropical Storm Eta is currently located about 225 kilometers south-southeast of Miami, Florida. And speaking about Miami, Florida, we head over to the United States. The moment the world has been waiting for finally came through on Saturday, November the 7th. The USA elected its 46th president, Joe R. Biden, Biden defeating the President Donald Trump at the polls. These predictions came in the late morning last Saturday, and Joe Biden will have the privilege of working alongside his vice president-elect, Kamala Harris. Again, ladies and gentlemen this is a historic moment and millions across the world were able to witness this and we here in Jamaica we are celebrating we are excited for Vice President-elect Harris who is also from Jamaican background and so as the President-elect and the Vice President-elect um, gear themselves up for taking on the economy um, come January 2021. Again, we want to say all the best to President-elect Biden and also Vice President-elect Harris. Kamala Harris, in her victory speech, spoke about the need of protecting the, the, the democracy. She says that it takes a struggle and sacrifice, but there's also joy that can be experienced in it. Vice President-elect Harris gave her thanks to the many poll workers and spoke of the generations of women who fought long and hard and sacrificed much for equality. And again, um, as we watch the international news, news we saw where um, Kamala Harris said that while she may be the first woman in this office she would not be the last providing hope and inspiration to all the women out there the young girls who are aspiring to take on such a role President-elect Biden says that this victory will bring about a new day and pledges to be a president that seeks not to divide but to unify. He also said that he does not see red states or blue states but only sees the United States and he has always 
um, said in his campaign that he's for healing the nation, restoring the nation. And in his victory speech, he mentioned that he pledges to work for the confidence of all people and to win the confidence of all people. President-elect Biden said it was time for the nation to lead by the power of their example and not by the example of their power. And I believe that is so profound. He says that it was time for the nation to lead by the power of their example and not by the example of their power. He also used the opportunity to thank the workers and the many other officials who played an integral part in the process as it relates to the counting of the, the vote and ensuring that the election went according to plan. Well, we know that there are some differences. President Trump is planning to um, take some of these matters to court but at the end of the day uh, we have a declared winner and that is president-elect joe biden so all the best to america as they prepare for the transition of power we are in our final segment of today's show and we're talking about the covid19 updates and reminders Globally, according to the World Meter website, we have about 50 million cases worldwide and deaths amounting to 1.263 million deaths and recovered, we have about 35 million people recovering from the COVID-19. We are still in a pandemic, ladies and gentlemen. As such, we need to exercise caution. We need to be listening to the officials, the health officials in our individual countries. And through our podcast, we have been encouraging everyone to maintain social distance, to sanitize their hands, and to wear their mask in public spaces at all times. Just some information on mask wearing. When wearing the mask, ensure that the mask goes above the nose and below the chin. Wash hands regularly with soap and water or use alcohol-based hand sanitizer. When removing a mask, hold only the ear loops and lift the mask away from your face. And that's the COVID-19 updates and reminders for us. As we bring our program to a close, let me remind you that God is able to see us through. He is a present help in the time of trouble and we can go to him in prayer to receive the strength and the encouragement that we need. That's all the time we have left today in our episode. This is Damien Inside Word Inspiration, renewing your mind and increasing your spiritual health. Don't forget to follow us on the Word Inspiration podcast on Instagram and also on Facebook. You can check out those pages. You can check us out also on the Podbean app and the Deezer app as well as Google Podcasts by typing in Word Inspiration. This is Jamaican gospel recording artist Samis O'Shane Mays taking us out with one of his songs from his EP album, Hey You. I wanna be free from the chains that burden me. 